Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Do you feel like you're surrounded by people who are falling for all the conspiracy theories going around right now? Maybe you've started to buy into them a bit yourself. Well, there's a very good reason why this is happening, and there's even a granddaddy of all conspiracy theories that ties nearly all of them together. It's this group that people are still thinking are these tinfoil hat-wearing individuals, but in reality, they're an actual organized movement, even though it's decentralized, and they do pose a threat to key institutions of our democracies. Today, we're going to attempt to unpack QAnon, the conspiracy which involves the President of the United States and has even inspired a whole new religion. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. If you've seen any of the pictures of anti-lockdown rallies in the US recently, you might have seen a strange sign in amongst those comparing lockdowns to communism or calling for constitutional rights to be upheld. Sometimes it's simply the letter Q. Occasionally it'll be Q was right or ask the Q. You might have come across QAnon last year in relation to our own Prime Minister when it was revealed one of his staffers, who online goes by the Twitter handle BurnedSpy34, and who tweets QAnon theories about Australian politicians, including Julie Bishop and Alexander Downer, BurnedSpy34 said his wife is good friends with Jenny Morrison, the PM's wife. So who or what the hell is QAnon? And how does it all tie into all these other conspiracies doing the rounds right now? Like that 5G causes the coronavirus, or that Microsoft founder Bill Gates is really behind the coronavirus, and there's a plot to inject us all with a tracking microchip with the COVID-19 vaccine. Alex Goldman is one half of the hosting team behind the podcast all about the internet, Reply All. Alex, can you take us back to the start of all this? What is QAnon? Who is Q? And how have they become the basis for all the conspiracy theories? I think it was the fall of 2018, a person started posting on 4chan what they called drops, which were essentially cryptic messages that implied some big conspiracy was taking place, but that justice was coming, thanks to Donald Trump. And the way it would unfold is that sort of all of the high-level enemies of Donald Trump, Democrats like Hillary Clinton and Obama, you know, Mitt Romney, et cetera, et cetera, were all going to be arrested for horrible crimes, usually sexual crimes against children. But when he started out, he was very literal and would say, by this date and by that date, this person would be arrested. And as time went on, his drops got much more cryptic and much more abstract. And the crazy thing about them is their staying power. (laughs) This person has amassed a huge, huge following in the United States. And 
essentially the way that they've amassed the following is by being vague enough that other people can imprint their belief system on him so that whatever he says is true. He always says something big is coming. Nothing big ever really comes in the form that the people who follow him believe. But he's basically got people convinced that if the big thing doesn't come, it's because they misread what he was trying to say. Now, you've mentioned he a few times. You've referred to Q as he. But do we actually know Uh, anything about Q? There are a lot of theories as to who it is, mostly in the Q community. Again, there are some people who think that it's JFK Jr. There are some people who think that it's General Flynn. There are some people who think that it's Donald Trump himself. There are some people who think that it's a group of people who are doing it. There's no real information as to who it might be. So I suppose that I should probably use a different pronoun. They is probably more accurate. We really have no information that I know of. There has been a slight amount of evidence that it's conservative talking heads who decided to put something together that appears to be a conspiracy from the highest levels of government. Why the letter Q? The way that I understand it is... There is a certain type of top secret clearance in the U.S. military called Q clearance. And this person Q is implying that they have an incredible, incredible amount of inside information, that this isn't just a person who's randomly speculating. This is a person who has access to all sort of the levers of government and is able to discern very, very exactly what's going to happen. They're behind the scenes. For Australians, we heard of QAnon in sort of relation to our prime minister once about someone that he's friends with, but to many of us, it doesn't really mean anything. But now we're seeing protesters who are out on the streets during these lockdowns who are against them holding up signs for QAnon. How does that all feed into this current situation that we're in? You have to understand that like QAnon is the perfect conspiracy theory because it's everything all the time. If there's anything that you don't like, it's because of a shadowy cabal of elites who are doing terrible things behind the scenes. And if there's a shelter-in-place order, it's Hillary Clinton who's involved, or it's name the Australian politician that they don't like. It's very convenient because nothing is out of bounds. Like Everything is true in the QAnon story, because you can just look at what is essentially gobbledygook that he posts, they post, fairly regularly. And you can read into it whatever you want. So if you don't like something and you want it to be part of the shadowy cabal of people who are controlling things and are about to be taken down, which is like a real wish fulfillment kind of situation, it all fits into the grand cosmology of Q. There's nothing that's off limits. So QAnon basically, like you said, is all things to all people as long as there's some kind of elite in the background that they can blame for it. Yeah. And I get it. Like, I get it. I mean, look at the situation that people are in. We're in a situation where there's 20 million something people unemployed in the United States and the stock market hasn't moved a lick, basically because all of the money that would be going to people who are desperately in need is going to bail out companies. I don't think people are totally wrong in thinking that institutions are not out to help them right now. But the institutions they think are not helping them are very different than the ones that actually are not helping them. And you have to get mad at someone, but we're also really tribal. And people sort of stick to their specific beliefs and have a hard time breaking away from them. So if reality doesn't comport with your beliefs, if there's a convenient way for you to be able to shape reality around your beliefs, I totally understand why people would go for it. 
So do these QAnon followers have any political influence in the real world or do they still exist only in the dark reaches of the internet, desperately decoding Q's cryptic messages? Mark Andre Argentino is a public scholar at Concordia University whose research has seen him spend the last few weeks attending the new online church services that QAnon followers have created where they explain Bible verses according to their conspiracy theories. Mark, does QAnon have any real political clout outside of the internet? That's a difficult question. It's hard to measure. Like In example, we have Alex Kaplan from Media Manners who's been tracking the number of congressional candidates who've openly supported or endorsed QAnon. We have or had 43 individuals who are running for Congress that have endorsed or supported QAnon. But at the moment, only five of these individuals will be on the ballot in the fall. And honestly, it doesn't look like many of them have a chance of winning. In turn, you have President Trump, who's retweeted QAnon accounts 131 times now. Is that indicative of political influence? Is that accidental? Is it a PR strategy to get votes in the election year? These are all things that you could make guesses towards, but you can't really say. Even in other places, let's say in Australia, the media's reported that PM Morrison's best mate, Tim Stewart, who's one of the larger QAnon influencers in Australia who use the moniker Burn Spy 34, you know, if they're best mates, is there influence that's happening behind the scenes or, you know, is this something that's just catchy that some news outlets are reporting? It's it's very difficult to measure. Now, from a social scientific perspective, if you look at like the social media data, QAnon could produce a few hundred thousand to a few million posts a day. And these numbers may seem large, but in reality, they're a drop in the bucket in comparison to all the content that's generated on a regular basis. So all of this to say these individuals do have a voice. It's difficult to measure how large it is and how influential it is, though I'd raise that it's a group that does need to be taken seriously and the propaganda or disinformation that they speak are heard at the highest levels of power at time. This is something that we need to to keep in mind. Why would people start buying into someone randomly posting that Hillary Clinton is going to be arrested? So there's two elements in there. Basically, people who believe in QAnon believe that the world is run by a cabal, a satanic child sacrificing elites, and they control everything politicians, the media, Hollywood, and they would have continued doing this if it was not for the fact that President Trump had been elected and he's aware of this cabal and it's his job to work behind the scenes with a group of military intelligence officials to get rid of this cabal. Now, as that core tenant of the conspiracy, it fits within the wider psychological need for individuals to believe in conspiracy theories, which is essentially a way to delineate and explain evil. And the result is a sharp division between the realm of good and the realm of bad. And I, that is ultimately the the core reason why individuals will believe in conspiracy theories. It's a way in a time of crisis to provide explanations that they may not be able to find in their normal environments. Okay, let's try and sum all of this up. The QAnon theory is that there's a group of elite men and women who run the world and that they're involved in some pretty shady practices. But the crusaders like Donald Trump, the truth tellers, are working behind the scenes to bring them all to justice. And this theory isn't applied to pretty much any situation involving anyone seen as one of these elites, like Bill Gates or those behind the new 5G network. 
You can see how this becomes easy to believe when things like the death of pedophile Jeffrey Epstein occurs. He's an elite surrounded by a group of other elites, including the Clintons, who was involved in a child sexual assault and who died under mysterious circumstances in jail at a time when guards were supposedly sleeping and the cameras weren't functioning. Even the most hardline non-believer of conspiracy theories is hard-pressed to ignore that. The thing with a conspiracy theory as wide-ranging as QAnon, though, is that it will obviously brush up against the truth as it goes and pick up pieces of other theories along the way, tying them all together in a big mass of misinformation. So while those who don't believe waste their breath trying to convince those who do that they've been brainwashed, all it does is shore up the belief that the elites are in control. Why people like Pete Evans have started posting things like that soon we'll start hearing about certain high-profile people contracting COVID-19 but there are code words to look out for. Like, if they say they're self-quarantined, it really means they're under house arrest or are wearing ankle bracelets. That same theory is held about the Clintons and the Obamas, with thread after thread online analysing photos of them to see if they're trying to hide tracking devices with the clothes they're wearing. Eventually, these conspiracy theories all lead back to Q, whoever they may be. That's all for The Quickie today. This episode was produced by Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri. And if you're keen to check out more in our Mamma Mia podcast stable, there's a ton of fun stuff to choose from. Whether you're into beauty, getting pregnant, having a chinwag about current events or your kids, you can find all these in the Mamma Mia podcast lineup right now. <laughs>